Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. These shows are brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation in partnership with the Compassionate Friends. Well, Heidi, we were just down in Parkland, Florida to a day of healing, which was absolutely amazing after the school shootings down there. And we've got a good friend from down there, and we want to talk to him today about his whole organization and all the wonderful things he's done for the Parkland community. Would you like to introduce him? I would, Mom. And like you said, we were down at Parkland and we were down there because Bob Resiniti, our guest, brought us there. And he offered a day of hope and healing for those impacted by the Parkland school shootings. Um, we met Bob many, many years ago when we did a Walking Through Grief series with him. Um, and that's now been made into audio and videotapes. And he is such an authentic person. As you know, Mom, he's just got the biggest heart in the world. And he does everything in honor of his son, Bobby, who was killed at 21 years old in a car accident. And he is today the founder of the Bob Resiniti Healing Hearts Foundation. And it is a bereavement center. You and I went there on a tour. And it is absolutely fabulous. I mean, all the details and all the quotes. And it feels like a giant, wonderful living room. Um, and it's a wonderful place to do therapy and get services after a loss. Um, he's been married for 37 years, and I was uh, recently at the Tribute Center at the 9-11 Memorial, and I met, I met his wife and his two children there. Um, his wife, they've said they've been married 37 years, and he's got two kids, Michelle and Nick, and we went on an amazing tour of Ground Zero, by, and Jim Giacconi gave us the tour, and his brother died in the World Trade Center. So if anyone out there wants to go to the Tribute Center and get a personal tour, I would strongly advise it. But today we are going to be talking about the Parkland school shootings and how to help communities after traumatic loss. So welcome to the show, Bob. Well, thank you. That was quite an introduction. I'm glad to be here. Well, Bob, whoever thought uh, you'd be where you are with that center and how many years ago has it been since Bob, uh, Bobby died? Bobby died in 2006. It's been 12 years since we lost yeah. him. In an automobile accident, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, and who would have thought that you'd have this tragedy at Parkland, Florida, and be opening your center to um, help so many people? It's yeah, pretty it, amazing. It is amazing. And we, we opened the doors to Bobby's place in Coral Springs, um, about two miles from Stoneman Douglas. Wow. Yeah. Never, never anticipating or never expecting anything to this magnitude happening in our backyard. Right. You know what? We were, we were there for them when they needed us. And yeah. we opened our hearts and we opened our arms and our doors to Bobby's place to help. Yeah. But a lot of others did too. So, I mean, not just us. Well, I know, but you, you had a wonderful setting. And one of the things that we were so impressed with is how you helped the faculty because surprisingly enough the first responders it seemed had a, a system set up for them but the faculty didn't have that same system and I think it took everybody by surprise because you're so involved I'm sure in you know the crisis situation that suddenly I think it was the assistant principal stopped and said hey we're not getting any support the teachers aren't well that's 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 how it happened. It just, a friend of ours, Jim is a sheriff. He's been a sheriff for 35 years in, in Broward County. I've known him for 30 years. Wow. Well, he, very good friends. 
with the assistant principal is someone that was, so after it happened, he got her in touch with us. And she's awesome. And here's what she said. All the resources and all the help are going to the students. And, and it should. It was tragic. And then the first responders were getting, like you said, Gloria, getting a lot of attention and help. And nothing was going to the teachers. They were on their own. So I got with her and I said, what can we do to help? And I showed her Bobby's place. And, and that's how it kind of evolved into group meetings with the teachers and the faculty of Building 1200. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I love it because I feel like, you know, the teachers need to be there for the kids. And if no one is there for the teachers, it's going to be hard for them to be there fully, fully for the children. That's correct. So I love that you're addressing the teachers' needs also because the teachers definitely had a lot of trauma and there's a, there was a lot of, you know, feelings of why couldn't we have saved more kids? And, you know, there's just a lot of things going on. I mean, when your kids are with their teachers eight hours a day, they almost become surrogate parents in some way. Sure. Yeah. No, it was it was it's good that we were there for them, and and we and it's been ongoing since the February. I was going to say you continue to be there for them. That's the cool thing about Bobby's place. You're going to be there in three yeah. years for those people. I mean, these these things aren't short term workouts, as you know. I mean, it's it's a long process to go through the, this kind of trauma. What what has been your thought about uh, what do you find is most helpful to parents early on and and spouses i know you cover everything what do you find most helpful with bobby's place when do people come well i think they i think people come and they continue to come because they they find out that how they feel whether it be the guilt or the anger or whatever the feelings they have as a newly bereaved parent they're not alone in how they feel they they get to talk to other bereaved parents being facilitated by a licensed therapist, but they get to see that you speak to other parents that have been walking in their shoes maybe longer and said, hey, I know how you feel. I've been there. I've done that. So they're not alone in how they feel. So I think that's a big plus for our counseling center, our grief center. Yeah. Now, do you have a lot of volunteers? We're all volunteer driven. The only payroll we have is the therapist. Everybody else, uh, Include all the uh, board members and all the everybody. We must have 150, 200 uh, volunteers. Wow! To help us, yeah, it's been a, it's been great. It's been a blessing. Yeah. Well, what I was thinking about, I knew you had a lot of volunteers, and I want to tell people, for me, for Heidi, for you, it's really healing to volunteer, isn't it? To do something, to figure out how to help. It's very healing. Every time we help someone and we volunteer, and, and the volunteers say the same thing. They show up to one of our events, they work hard, and they're so satisfied afterwards because they made a difference in those people's lives. Like on May 20th, when you guys were there and so many other awesome people were there, the volunteers were very satisfied. It was very fulfilling for them. Yeah. Well, and I was going to ask you about May 20th. So, so Bob, how did you decide to do a day of hope and healing? What was, I mean, did you see that the community needed it or what, how did that start? Well, right after it happened, I started thinking, you know, this is catastrophic and terrible and it's in our backyard. And, and I said, well, I didn't know that all these resources would come from all over the United States. I, 
I didn't even think of that. I just thought of what can healing hearts do to help this situation. And that's when I got a hold of Mitch Carmody. And I reached out to Mitch and I said, Mitch, I want to do something. What do you think? And he put the thinking cap on and brainstormed. And <clears throat> then we got Ann Casado involved. Then we got you involved, Heidi, and it got your input and a lot of other people. And we put this, this day together based on just a bunch of awesome people volunteering like yourself to come in and help. So. And the Marriott giving you some space, right? The Marriott stepped up big. They, they, I met with Mark Cherry and we've hosted our annual dinner there. This will be our 12th year. So I have a relationship with the hotel and I told him what we want to do. He said, Bob, the, the hotel's yours. Wow. No, no charge. Wow. No it, well, it was quite a day. I mean, how many how many different things were there? It was it was incredible. Oh my God! It was it was it was probably forty people that came from all over the United States, like you, wow. did, you did, Heidi, and gave up their time and talent to help that day. Uh, and then there was all the other breakout rooms. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, and of course, it rained really bad that day, didn't it? So. I mean, that may have kept some people away, but it was overall a very successful day. Yeah. What did you feel like people needed after? I mean, what kind of things helped? I mean, there was so many different things there, and I know that you, in hindsight, felt like, okay, there were certain things that people really needed um, and that they really found helpful that day. Well, you know, looking, at, looking back and getting the feedback, it, I think the biggest highlight for people that I heard was well, one of the biggest highlights was the panel when we had the the panel the guest panel yeah yeah seven different people up there experts from different fields uh, Debbie Rambus I believe was on there and uh, Ali Franklin was on there and yeah, they're the uh, president of the board and the executive director of Compassionate Friend the Compassionate Friends were there yeah I just wanted to say who they were for people who are watching go ahead. Yeah. And they were great. And Debbie Rampus, by the way, was a huge resource for us. She was very helpful in, in giving us input and ideas. And uh, Anne Casaldo was also, I mean, she was a big help to us. Yeah. But, um, the panel was, was really well received by a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Breakouts, people love Josh Richardson, the drummer. The yeah. drummer. Now, I think that's one thing that Heidi's getting at because Heidi and I were wandering around the halls and it seems that people wanted to do the drumming. I know kids did drumming. Josh has people build drums. He's fabulous. But also people were standing in line for Reiki, you know, anything physical. So, uh, you know, the chair yoga, I think that it looks like what people really need initially is to get back into their bodies. That's true. Well, you know, that, that room with the Reiki and the, and the massage and the therapy and the yoga, that was the most popular. That yeah. thing was filled all day long. It was. I saw a line, in fact, trying to get in there. Yeah, it was huge. Huge. It was amazing. Yeah. And I loved the therapy dogs walking around. Boy, I thought those were incredible. People were hugging them and petting them, and it just, gave, it just changed the energy. It did. It did. It was, it was an awesome day, and I couldn't – I mean, if I had to change one thing, I'm not, I'm not sure if I could sit here and say, let's change this. It was and, and then all the art therapy that was done. And, and you know what really touched me is the fact that there were, there were police officers there that had been involved with, with uh, the shootings, and they were, they were there to, to do their own healing. Um, yeah. One of the things that was the most impactful is that there was, a, there was a police officer there that approached a family 
who had, had one his child had died in the Parkland shooting. And he said to the family, can I talk to you for a minute? And they were hesitant. And they went up to, they, they met with them and he basically said, I carried your child out of the shooting. I was with your child and I treated your child like my own. Your child wasn't alone oh when they died. And I thought that was so powerful and yeah. so important for the family to hear that. Yeah. That's unbelievable, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess mentally and physically being touched is what we need early on. Having a word from someone who's been there or, or having some physical touch or, you know, breathing, drinking water, you know, all those things that sound pretty mundane <laughs> are the important things. Well, Bob, I wanted you to tell people a little bit about your center. Um, we really haven't touched on how many people have you helped and, and what do you do there? Tell us that. Well, we have a grief center. It's in Coral Springs, Florida. And it's a uh, building that's about 2,000 square foot. And we host uh, group meetings for parents that lost children. <clears throat> we host the meetings for um, siblings. And now we, about two years ago, we opened up to any type of loss. So we offer yeah. group meetings and we have private counseling sessions. And we fund all of it. We, we don't charge for anything at this time. Uh, we, we, we're proud to say that we can, we can afford to do that. And so all our services are free to the community. And we also do a portrait ministry where we provide uh, hand-drawn portraits by Mitch Carmody to bereave parents, not only locally, but nationally to any, anywhere in the United States. So we'll mail them off or bring them in and present to them live. Uh, our grief centers, it's awesome. It really is. Are you still doing those wonderful necklaces with pictures? You do that too. And that they're really, I've got one of Scott. They're fabulous. Yeah. 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 So that's really awesome. fantastic what you and your wife have put together there. And, and so wonderful. So you're connected with the compassionate friends. You know everybody. Yeah, I know them all. And, and I got to say one more thing to a person that we didn't mention here, but she was so helpful uh, early on in, in developing this whole program for the May 20th event. And she's been great. And that's Sally, Sally Lynch from Tuesday's Children. Oh, yeah. Sally was really helpful in, in keeping us grounded and staying focused and, and say, hey, stay the course. Here's the state. You know, this is what you should do. And she was open and honest with us. It was great. So between awesome. her and I, we put, helped put together a good event. Yeah. Well, Sally with Tuesday's Children has been around. Heidi, she worked with you, right, for a lot of years with the 9-11. Yeah, she worked with me for 10 years. Her focus is traumatic loss, and she, is, she knows really what communities need because she's right here in Midtown Manhattan, and she, this is what she does day in and day out. In fact, I just saw her two nights ago. But uh, she is a good person, and she, she will tell you what's going to work and what's not um, and has done a lot of research and a lot of publishing about it. So I'm glad that she was so helpful and that, that you guys connected because yeah. that's a great, a great marriage, basically. It is. And that was because of you, Heidi. You introduced us. Um. I love Sally. Yes. Well, my mom and I, this is our, this is our world. As you know, our world is very small. Um, and we're yeah. all in it together to basically, you know, acknowledge and validate everybody's loss. And I think that is really important also after something like this, because I find in communities that there sometimes tends to be a hierarchy of whose loss was worse after this kind of event. You know, and, and the reality is everybody needs to be acknowledged and validated because everybody in the community has been impacted, maybe not directly, but indirectly uh, by, by something of this magnitude. Mm -hmm. 
Very good point. You know, and with the advent of the internet being what it is today, we can be in community. I mean, we can be in community with Tuesday's children. We can be in community with the over 600 chapters of the Compassionate Friends. You know, there are all sorts of other communities for spouse loss support, like Soaring Spirits Foundation, Michelle Ne Fernandez. There's so many organizations that we can all come together now. Uh, it doesn't need to be a competition. It needs to be letting people know the resources that are out there. And you are such a great resource. And you have a walk every year that is absolutely amazing. And you did that before the Parkland School thing that supports your organization, right? Or part of the support. Yep, it's usually in April or May every year. And uh, this year we had over a thousand people and it's a good track. I mean, we, we love the, the walk to me is probably the most fulfilling thing you do all year round. It's beautiful. So, so I, I think that what I'm thinking is that people who live in your area who want to come there will have you tell us your website and how they can find you. But also, if there are people out there that want to start an organization like yours who've had a loss, I bet you'd be willing to help them or fill them in. Absolutely. We're, you know, you said something a little bit ago, and I think we need to, and Debbie Rambus has made this clear, we need to get away from the competition and, and work more on cooperation and, and collaborate because the world is small and we, there's plenty to go around for everyone. We need to help one another and help mm -hmm internal help the community like what you guys do you're a charity that are helping bring other charities in into the limelight so i mean you're giving us a platform and i think it's fantastic what you do yeah. well thank you and you know you guys are amazing and uh we really have worked hard to try to give a voice to grief and recovery because there's so many people out there that just don't realize that they're going to be okay that they're going to get through it you know and i know we're he here to tell them you're not only going to be get through it, but you're going to be happy again, which is hard to believe. It is. At time, early on, it's very hard to believe. Yeah. You got any thoughts on that, Hyde? I just love everything that Bob is doing. And, you know, he's the kind of person that has never met a stranger. And if you guys want to get involved with his organization, please do go and volunteer. How could they get a hold of you if they wanted to volunteer, Bob? Well, they can go to our website. And it's angelbobby.org, A-N-G-E-L-B-O-B-B-Y.org. Or they can call me at 561-603-3819. Give that number again. 561-603-3819. All right, Bob. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I love you. I Tell your wife hi. All right. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for all you're doing. I'm glad that Bobby is your guiding light, and I'm so glad you're there for the Parkland community. We Thank adore you. you know that. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me on. Thanks for being on, Bob. Uh, we want to thank everybody for watching this show today, and Heidi and I always want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own, and God bless.